Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Carlotta, or Charlotte Peter, for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you, just so people know what you like and stuff like that. Okay, so I'm Carlotta. Um, I'm friends uh, with Andrea. Um, we met at college. Um, <laughs> this is our third year of college. And our last. Uh, really we've sad. been friends for like what yeah like really she, sad actually yeah, really i'm sad. like really sad yeah, but we, we have known each other for like i would say three years because i knew of your existence but we only became friends like two years ago or yeah. no it was the end of the first year right yes like it when before easter i know it was before easter because when i came back from easter holiday we were already friends but yeah like We knew each other, but we only started like speaking regularly and like being in our group of friends, like in the second semester of the first year. Yes. To be honest, I don't even remember how we became friends. That's true. We were talking how about it happened. I don't, you're the only one that I don't remember seeing for the first time. I remember seeing Margarita, not the first time, I remember seeing Margarita in the first week of classes. I remember seeing Constanza, which is a very funny story. <laughs> it was about uh, after like a night out or something, and uh, like in the afternoon, oh, yeah. like, oh my god, we're going, we're going out. And Constanza seemed she was already drunk, so that was a great first impression. But I don't remember meeting you. We don't remember. We talk about this a yeah. lot. I don't remember at all meeting you. I don't know. We just became friends. So uh, yeah. in my view, we just became friends. That's all. <laughs> The thing is, so, yeah. Lotte has She's the biggest patience. And you're my mom sometimes. She has the No, that's patience. a lie. I'm so impatient. No. no you have a I'm lot of not. Patience. You're the mom. Yeah, I'm the mom. But when I have problems, you always listen to them. And you're always there. We have like the best conversation on car rides back home when I give her a ride. That's um, so true. She's the one that I go to But when I have like, serious issues. Oh my god, that's so funny because I feel the same way. We have such deep conversations. It It's so true. good. Like we bond because in like we're a so deep alike. way. I don't know. So our problems are very similar. That's while, very true. Like we have the same problems. And consciences are very similar too. Like we said once, we work in pairs on whatever the theme is. So, for example, for personal issues yeah. and to talk, me and Carlotta are the go-to pair. Yeah, we we talked about that. Like Margarita and Constanza, because we are a group of four. Um, Margarita and Constanza, they're like the crazy ones, kind of. Absolutely. We're like I call us the we are the grandmas of the group. I think yes. so. Yes. Clearly, yes. one in one of the conferences that we have for um at university, they were like, "Yeah, we want to go out and we want to go drink and we want to go have fun." And me and Carlotta were like, "We want to go home and do shots of tea." Thank you very much. That's very true. We have we have a picture, uh, the two of us drinking tea on your Instagram. Is It that is right? True. Yeah, because we just wanted to go home and yeah, shots of beer. Put... Yeah, because was like, "Yeah, I really want to go out," and Margarita was. Yeah, I think I'll go out with her and I'll drink and I'll have fun. And me and Carlotta were like, no, thank you. We'll go home and just sleep. Yeah, that's how we bond. Like, we don't like 
I had my dose of going out, <laughs> so I'm not up to that anymore. We so. should do a whole series just on Carlotta's stories about going out in an 11th grade. She's the craziest person I know, and you never we should like do story times. We should. I'll I'll, I'll tell That's Rita very true. about this. Rita, please consider story time with Carlotta because <laughs> I would promise be so you, cool. it's my favorite story that Carlotta. Every time she tells, we all of us like we start crying of laughing so much it doesn't matter how many times you listen to the story it's so good but it's so bad at the same time you should cry because of how bad it is it's how she so didn't bad. die but at the same time it's, it's like, just hilarious yeah that's the, that's what i'm always telling these are the type of situations that if you go back in time you're like yeah i could literally had so much trouble but now that like so much time has passed i just think it's funny It's it so is. funny, but at the same time, it was dangerous. <laughs> it was really dangerous. I yeah. don't know how she still has a liver, or she's still alive, or she wasn't kidnapped. And I'm not kidding, okay? If you knew the story, that's what I asked. What the hell? Or she being raped? Honestly, I don't know how you slept in front of people. That's very true. You're not raped. That's very true. And um, today, here we have our just... grandma, <laughs> Carlotta. Yes. So you see life? I changed because, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with the dangerous lifestyle anymore. I needed some peace and I needed my grandma time. So here I am now. <laughs> so basically, this is Carlotta, as you can see. Uh, please, I think we should do a vote. Like, who wants to listen to Carlotta's stories? Because I'll listen to them all over again. I swear, they're so funny. But speaking yes, about... Yes, if that's you want not the to hear... One of my start times. Yeah, but so this, unfortunately, this is not the theme for today. Carlotta chose the theme for today for our little conversation. Carlotta, do you want to tell what you chose? Yes, so uh, I chose social media. I want to talk about social media and how it has affected us uh, through the years. And now with COVID, I think... It changed a little bit, you know, the social media, how it impacts us nowadays. I don't know if I'm being clear, but yeah, I want to talk about that. Yes, I think everybody you wanna... knows it in one way or another. So yeah, I think I think we're all on the on the same page when you say that social media is changing, especially now with COVID. Uh, but it it still has the same roots of the problems that it brings. Um, So yeah, let's start. What do you want to start talking about social media? Maybe, I don't know, what is the biggest uh, disadvantage that social media brings or that you feel like it brings? So yesterday, actually, this is really funny because yesterday I was watching a video and this girl was telling um, that, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm destroying my furniture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this girl was saying that, um, social media now that we cannot get out of the house we tend to just focus on social media because that's the only thing we can actually do now that we are stuck at home and I see that happening so much because the first thing that I do when I wake up is go on my phone and stay there for like an hour and then the rest of the day is just you know the same thing checking my computer checking my phone and I think social media It's becoming really toxic. So instead of 
just being a safe place for us to be because of COVID and you cannot go outside. I feel like it's becoming more toxic. I don't know if you feel the same way. I feel, I feel in different levels. I feel that it's toxic in the sense that you become addicted to it, but it's also toxic in the sense that you, um, you, are try, you try to live by its standards. You want to be like, like what you see on social media. The thing is that social media has a lot, uh, and that, I think it's a good thing. Nowadays, not when we started using social media, when it first uh, came out, yes. was that nowadays you have a lot of type, uh, different types of people. So you don't have to all, we don't have to all follow the same profile, but we can choose something that's more like us. Before, I remember we, there were very few celebrities online. So we, were, we tended to try and be like those celebrities because we felt like we have nothing else. That's the standard and that's what we want. So yeah, but I understand what you say because you become addicted to that image of social media. And uh, for, for, for instance, in my, I remember, I don't know if you remember, but when I started social media, kind of, uh, I started watching YouTube. Instagram was not in the picture. I started with YouTube and YouTubers were the thing. Um, they were the money makers back then. And there were not a lot of YouTubers. There were like a few of them. And the few of them would just have a bunch of fans, would make a lot of money. But you could not feel like they were doing that for money. And I think that's, that's the true. biggest change nowadays. I feel like now that Instagram is on the picture too, I think people do it for the money. I think people do it for the sponsorships and I don't feel like it's uh, natural anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, and even with YouTubers, I don't feel like they do it because they love it. I think they do it because they want to be famous. They want to make money. Um, for instance, like the YouTubers back then, now they, they gave up on that. They have their companies, they, they built their empire and they don't live from that anymore. So they really did that because they loved it. And I don't think, I don't feel like that happens anymore. And I feel like it's toxic because of that. I agree um, with you. Uh, if we think about the beginning of, not the beginning of the beginning, but when YouTube became famous, um, the main thing that we saw on YouTube were tutorials. That was people trying to help people because they were good at something and, or they wanted to be better at something, for example, makeup or video games or something, and people would go and watch them. And nowadays, uh, I feel like you said, it's a bit more like I want money or I want to receive free stuff or I just want a recognition. But I think that, yeah, before it was more, we would watch it or we would want to be YouTubers because we wanted to be good at something. We wanted to be artists. We wanted yes. to to live their life, lifestyle but because we were good at like we were princesses in makeup you know what i mean like we were good at something not just because we wanted to be yes. famous youtube was not a platform yeah, and, for people to become famous at all it was a platform for people to show their abilities yes and they um they would spend so much time with um editing of the videos and everything it's it's all about the talent not you make money now i see youtubers paying other people to um edit their videos like yes <laughs> what are you supposed to do with that it's just it's not whole genuine business. anymore yes and it's a whole business the whole business it, it's it's that youtube became a business if you have if you for instance you have a problem with someone they're gonna 
pick on that and just make it a whole big deal for people to choose sides like I think YouTube actually creates conflict where it doesn't exist and I'm I'm 20 years old almost 21 I know the difference between good people and bad people and between the people that do that because they like it and the people that don't like it and are just doing for the fame but I don't think little kids know that and that's they don't worrying like because it, it, they don't we also, real thing. our uh, I think especially our generation because we were very young very young sorry guys uh, very young when uh, social media started becoming a thing um, we saw it's crazy if we yes. think right now that we saw the so many platforms ascending and that fall and then falling into nothing we had Snapchat everyone used Snapchat nowadays it's basically nothing Snapchat we saw yes. YouTube YouTube was one of the biggest platforms ever. Now, everyone still uses it more than um, Snapchat, but it's not the main one. Uh, Facebook has already yeah, been it's not the, way the bigger than it is right now. And we are in Instagram. And like you said, we are 20 years old. Not even, not even a decade has gone by. And we see how we change, how the, the search for money, for appearance, for aesthetic, for lifestyle is driving us to try and follow people because we... People go and make something famous uh, or someone famous because of something they want to be. Like you said, there are people who are good and there are people who are bad, but kids don't know because they they didn't experience like we did when we saw the hashtag ad. That was a a big difference that came into our life because we started realizing, okay, people... Okay, we thought that all this time people were being authentic and now we realize that no, they're doing it for money. And while kids yes. may think that's normal, like everyone does, does it for money, we, we were like, whoa, they were, they were tricking us all this time. They just want the money. And I think with the Kardashians, that was very obvious because it was the main um, thing that was on, on the media was that, oh no, actually the Kardashians just want to make money. They don't, they don't take anything that they advertise it's just for the money so we started realizing that there was a before and there was an after and how we how we actually navigated this before and after was go for the people that don't have ads because they want things that are actually good i think for the kids nowadays it's just oh it's an ad it's normal no it's not because you don't remember how people actually took things that a celeb said it was good and people ended it in hospitals and because of vitamins that were actually bad i remember there was the flat tummy yes it, yeah it, it was that there was a, a thing with um oh my god how is oh my god what is his name help me tell me what are the one that does the makeup he he had one thing like this he promoted um, something james charles james charles yeah yeah james charles he was the one. He promoted some vitamins that were really bad for you, and I think people end up in the hospital. Yeah, ended up. So I think that yeah. So I think our our generation is way more um, alert for this type of things, and I think we also. Uh, I don't I don't know if you do this, but I started doing it. Uh, there was I pick up my phone, like you said, you pass one hour on your phone in the morning after you wake up. For me, I used to say. Mm-hmm. Social media is like a newspaper, unfortunately, because everything ends up on social media many times. Of course, not everything. That's uh, very true. But 
many things end up on social media. So it's, all, it's kind of a newspaper sometimes, unfortunately. Um, and I started, okay, now I, I, I'm only going to uh, pick up my phone after I have breakfast. Like you need to be very self-disciplined to start and to break away from social media. For example, one time I said, okay, now I'm going to unfollow every account that is trying to bring an, an aesthetic into my life that I know I'm never going to achieve. I'm not a tall girl, slim, blonde, that's going to be on runways and stuff like that. So why am I following them? They need to bring me actually something like I need to be inspired, for example, by makeup or by their lifestyle. So like I didn't follow them. So I knew that at night I would not be like, okay, tomorrow I need to start working out and I need to drink more water. I need, you know what I mean? Like we have that ability to just yes follow because I think we are so aware I, of those I dangers. totally agree. I totally agree with you and I wish I was like you but the thing is I'm I started using social media I think earlier than I should so I have an older sister she had Facebook for instance and I was like seven years old when Facebook came up I don't think I think so seven no seven I, I don't know I can yes. my, my parents didn't allow me to have Facebook I only had Facebook when I entered high school and just because we the, the really my class would have a group chat so they would put stuff that teachers would send and I said mom and dad I really need oh a my god so I, I, I went in really late for example I only started using Instagram in ninth grade I was really slow on those things it's really shocking really everyone yeah, had Facebook so funny, because that I, I was, was known oh my god that would that's so good uh, because I'm not like that <laughs> so I had my first this is so funny because um, I relied so much on social media. So I had Instagram, I had Vine, I had Snapchat, I had everything. So, and I, I feel like I understand social media the way that I do because I use it so much. So Vine, when Vine became a thing in 2012, 13, something like that, yeah. I started vine like it was my job i love <laughs> doing videos i literally had a schedule and i every day i would put like videos up and i kind of i kind of had a good following on that but my my life became so everything i did i had to record it everything i did i did for a reason yeah because i wanted to put out there to people to watch it and I talked with people that I didn't even know. I talked with so many people that were probably dangerous. Yes, that's but also I would that's talk something. To them. That's also that's that something that is very uh, dangerous, and that I think also kids don't understand because we grew up. Also, I think our generation, uh, the ones that were born like in 1999, 2000, 2000, and I would say one. And you'd be like, oh, yes. you're crazy. You're drawing a line. But it's true, okay? I have a brother that was born it's in 2004. Very true. And the gap between our generations is not long. And it's absolutely crazy. Because our generation was introduced into so much stuff. They're like, oh, you cannot play on the street. You cannot catch. I don't, I don't hear people telling kids nowadays, you cannot enter a car of a stranger. We grew up listening to those things because our generation was a boom of dangerous stuff. So we're like, don't speak to people on the internet. Don't speak to people who you don't know. Uh, even if you're in a supermarket, don't act, like you go for help for like official people, like employees. Um, so I think in that sense, we are so alert 
and we were so careful even we if are. we were speaking to those people because we we were aware that things were happening even if they didn't hit close to home the kids nowadays don't the kids nowadays don't my brother is like oh no everything's fine true. and i'm like no it's not like people spy on you it's, yeah. it's really crazy my dad was like oh no your accounts need to be private and everything because people will 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 know who you are and where you live because in, when we were young people were actually doing this they were tracking kids just because of the photos they posted online they were able to know where the kid was from their routine because people use it so much that they could know a person's routine so yeah like you're that's you're, very you true saying, and, uh, to be honest i i used to talk to people because they would follow me and comment my things and send me messages but i knew where i was getting into because by that time there were movies there were stories i knew what i was getting into and i feel like this still happens for instance when i uh, click on a website and they ask me if uh, i can they're gonna i don't those advertisements they're like yes. this website will bring you cookies or something I accept, but I know what I'm accepting. I know that yes. I'm putting my private my private life out there. I know they're probably by now inside my phone, inside my computer, but I exchange that for information. I know what I'm giving back. Yeah. I know that I'm putting my private life out there, but I have social media, I have internet. I know that this for some people would be like, oh my God, she's crazy. How can you just put your private life out there just so you can be on Instagram. But to be honest, it's just, I think social media is bad, really bad. And it's becoming really toxic, but I love it at the same time. I love it how it became a business. It became something that we never saw. Yes, never. It's absolutely Not true. even when my sister was a teenager. Yes. For instance, nowadays, my sister, her work is social media manager. Like you can have a work that is basically just creating an Instagram account and taking care of that. That's yes. for me is mind blown and mind blowing. And sorry. And I, I love it <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> but I want to pick on so, three things that you said. For I don't example, know how I feel. Talking about your sister. Yes. The, I think that's the most amazing part of social media that it, it brings a whole universe where you can create no costs, uh, no financial costs. For example, you can start a business without having to do advertisements, paying to have uh, ads on billboards, on computers, uh, like on pay on pages. So that's amazing because it create it gives you a lot of space to create uh, stuff. The second thing that I uh, also you were mentioning about your private life is that before we, especially in the '90s, when we wanted to know information about celebrities. That was the thing we wanted to know their life. Being a celebrity meant that someone wanted to know your life, but they didn't know. Like people would be running after you. So if you wanted, if you were a celebrity, someone would be interested in you. But with social media, it became the opposite. You can be a celebrity if you give out your life. Like uh, Instagram changed the pattern of no, I'm going to put myself out there because you know stuff about celebrities. I think that was a big twist at yes. And the third thing that I that you said that was very interesting that you said I know I'm giving my private life away, my, but I want information. I think that's so important. Yes. You know, 
nobody knows how to to deal with this because they don't understand what they when we say we're giving information about ourselves when we accept even if it is just live a li give a little bit of our private life our name our where we live like just the town you don't even need to give them their your address your face and you know my opinion about tiktok <laughs> i'm a big, big yes, person I against do. tiktok this I've been about this is very funny because <laughs> I'm like I I'm, this is I'm very sorry. funny. This is very funny because I'm a TikToker. <laughs> she is, and she's an amazing and, one. I'll tell you Andrea that. Andrea hates TikTok. <laughs> like I said, I'm I just I love social media. Everything that is new, I have to try. The only thing that I didn't try was house party because uh, it was a whole thing about it, and I was like, no, I don't want to try it, so I didn't. But the thing here is that, you know, that we talked about this, the Netflix, um, oh my God, how the it was called, about the social, social dilemma, media. The social dilemma, the documentary, right? Yes. Me and Carlotta yes, share a lot of recommendations uh, about Netflix. We share so Carlotta, Margarida, Constanza, we are crazy on the netflix recommendations yes. like we i am the true crime story like my recommendations are always about true crime story like very <laughs> disgusting and i I, know, I love those suggestions because i i love crime too i just but you usually like, have good I, documentaries usually give really good um recommendations really good about ones. documentaries and constanza gives about like series like romances yes. and dramas and Margarita is all over the place because she likes everything yeah I just I just watch what they tell me to watch and I just like it but <laughs> the thing about that um that show about social media I remember that I told my sister to watch it because you told me to watch and I watched it and I I loved it it was really good but my sister was watching and she just said to me Carlotta Carlotta wow this is <laughs> a whole name. This is how American people say my name. She was like, Carlotta, uh, this show doesn't tell me anything new. I knew all about this. This is crazy. And I was like, and I was like, you know about this and you just keep doing it? And she was like, yes, because they give me something that I want. I want the information. And That's in crazy. that moment, I just realized that I had the same opinion. I prefer not prefer but i know that when i'm giving my private information they're giving me something that i want for instance sometimes i'm in like google because i'm the biggest google searcher so for instance i want to know how to uh build a desk i go on google and i literally search how to build the desk or when i was in the states i used to search how to get to 7-eleven and I, I'm the biggest Google searcher. It's so funny. And when you search something on Google, there's a lot of websites. And every single one of them just says, if you want this information, you have to click, I accept my private policy. And I always accept. You have those websites that you know, like, you know, those they websites, for instance, like uh, web. You know, you know, you know that is reliable for instance uh bbc um i don't know a lot of information websites but yes. there's other websites they're like more sketchy but they have the information that you want so you just like click yes yes i i don't want to search anymore like this website has the answer that i want i'm just gonna give it my private information away 
and have the information in five seconds. You know, I think social media makes us very lazy too. It is true. It's absolutely true. Uh, and like we were talking uh, before, we know the change between having social media and not having social media. When we were young, there were no such things as tablets, Wi-Fi at home. Like, what the hell? Like, a phone has Wi-Fi? I remember that was absolutely amazing. Uh, a, a, a phone having games? What the hell? Like, how is that even possible? So, um, yes. we, 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 we know... I think, for example, I remember doing uh, works for school and we, I would go to my mom's encyclopedia. Now we just search it and we just have the answer. And there's, and why would you want to have Google. more work searching for that if you can just have the right answer? Sometimes it's a good yes. source. Yes. Exactly. Really it is exactly. a problem, but, but we know we are trading information. Sense. We know, we absolutely know we're trading information. Now we know, like our grandparents clearly don't know what they're doing when they're constantly on Facebook because nowadays I think Facebook is mainly for old people. Even my grandma has Facebook, which is That's, really crazy. My mom loves Facebook. You want to know something Yesterday crazy? she was showing me like a work. Yes. No, no, tell me, tell, tell me, me what your mom did. Her mom is also really funny. She's like, no, 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 tell me, tell me you first. I, I'm not going to forget. Tell me, tell me. No, tell me. I told you that I had Facebook really late, right? So when I, when I joined Facebook, the, yes. the big uh, social media was Instagram. So I knew how to use Snapchat because I, I was in Snapchat during the time everyone used it. I was in uh, Instagram, so I knew how to use it because I still use Instagram. But I joined Facebook really late. Nobody used Facebook. Nowadays, I don't know how to fully use Facebook because when I joined Facebook, nobody used Facebook. So I never explored Facebook. There's a ton of stuff oh that my I don't God, know how so to funny. do. Like how to share, how to, uh, to, how to delete stuff. It's absolutely crazy. Oh my God, I love <laughs> I that. I think my grandmas know how to, to be do honest, more stuff on Facebook than I do. <laughs> no, but to be honest, I never used Facebook to at its fullest because there were other social media coming up. And I never liked Facebook that much, to be honest. I never liked it. Yeah, it's weird and it's boring. I don't like it. I'm so sorry, people, if you like Facebook. This is not against you, but... I don't like Bond. it. It's Instagram, just not Instagram. My thing. go to Instagram. We like it. And it's supposedly more, it's safer but, than Facebook, supposedly. Yeah. Well, really? Supposedly, I don't know, because the whole uh, data thing with the European Union and Facebook that they want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing mm -hmm. is, when you open Instagram, it says it's owned by Facebook, which is really scary. So I'm now, I don't, oh I'm God. trying to understand if Instagram is actually owned by Facebook because it's connected to Facebook. And I want to know if their oh, yeah. source of information Facebook. is the same. Yes. I don't so. think it's... Uh, oh, it was... I Bot? I th yeah, I think Facebook owns Instagram. I don't know. I'm not sure either. Because but I was thinking Facebook about... Facebook is just trying to collect a lot of information. Like, why do they want so so much information? Because there that's something that since the beginning is really weird. Like, it's an app for free. Use a full app for free. There's nothing on the web. But on the that app that you have to pay for, how is that possible? And they to make pay, tons, yeah. they make tons of money. So how am I using they, something for free? They can make money out of it of by me using it, and they 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 collect information. What do you mean by you know how, what I mean? Like it's very weird if you think about it. How is my information that valuable? And they still they keep doing it and they. Keep like 
social media is not going anywhere anytime soon. Like you said, we cannot get out of the house. That's very true. Phone. I got yes. to the point where I'm like, if I'm going to walk my dog, I'm just going to leave the phone at home. Like, it's absolutely useless. Or I'm just going to put it in my pocket in case I have an emergency. But I'm not allowed to touch it unless I have an emergency or I see like an amazing pig and I just want to take a photo of it. That's the only exceptions I open to touch my phone. So it's absolutely crazy because they... they but they but I love it. that. I love that because you, you were saying that when... Um, this is what... This is fun to see because you never had told me this before. So this is fun to see how your use of social media is so different from mine. I feel, okay, I'm just making clear. And I hear she's a good student, okay? If I'm teachers not, I'm give us books, student. she reads the books. She reads the books. She likes to read. I'm going to be honest here. I used to read on Wattpad. You see, I used, I'm a, I'm a fictional reader. I just, I only read fiction, okay? And it taught after all of that books, they're like really bad. I just love that. I just love those books. And this is, this is really funny because you were saying that when you needed to search something on the computer when you were younger, you used to go and check books. I never did that. But I only and my mom, my mom always had them. My mom had them, otherwise me. I wouldn't use them. That's that's something also that yeah, I have. I had that really too, to but I, did, my mom. I never did. I really have to thank my mom for that. I was just that. the computer. My mom was like, everybody using a computer, you need to be smart. You need to go search for something that they won't be on the on the computer because when we started using the web the web was not complete like it didn't have every little information that it has nowadays yes it was very simple there were not as many results as we have we have like 1 million results if we search for something and before that didn't happen it was like 10,000 results which you think is a lot but there were a lot of shitty things on online viruses that it was not a controlled environment at all so I think it also has to do with my yes. ability to to get out of it or to how I know how I used to be and how I am nowadays. Because I also reach, I, I know, like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm very, I try to be self-disciplined um, about um, my social media use. But at the same time, many times, I get to a point where I, I, I'm just tired of, of trying to reload the page because there's nothing new to see. Like I get to a point where I use it so much that I'm bored of using you don't it. Have you don't have nothing else yeah. to see because I've already seen everything. And I think that also I, I, makes I the totally demand bigger. You. Because we, 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 we are able yeah, to I, go through information so much quicker that people need to be constantly creating, which it becomes way more stress, stressful. You're trying to achieve stuff, even as, as uh, people, the fans, who want to achieve that lifestyle. It's much quicker. We don't have time. Because we, we, we do stuff way quicker. I, I totally feel you when, yeah, I just, sometimes, I'm going to be honest here, guys. I know you do too. Like, I spent more than an hour or two on TikTok. I just, you know, scroll, scroll, scroll. I love social media. I, I, I said TikTok. I can't. I think it's. it's. Oh, my God. I love it so much. It's I just, can't. I love Everyone it. in my life but the uses thing TikTok is, and I can't. I'm sorry. I think it's really dangerous. And that's 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 so good for you. But it's a whole honest. different like of, someone... of dangerous. It's not like American dangerous, like you're being spied by the Americans. It's like you're being spied by the 
the Chinese and you're like, okay, but you're being spied out either way. Okay, the but Chinese, I prefer to yes. be spied by the Americans. Okay, this is a terrible thought, but it's a side that I choose to take where they're too dangerous. Which it's one, one. Is, is better? Because people say, oh, you can just get off social media. I don't think it's that easy because it's a lot of a social pressure. To, to, not in the way, uh, on the wave or in the wave of, of information, of trends, of, of like... Of, Quite, uh, almost uh, almost like etiquette, um, etiquette uh, uh, like the social manners of what's happening sometimes. See, yes. Oh my God, sorry. Um, <laughs> Portuguese yeah, over but here. The thing is, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't worry, um, I said etiquette. But to be too. honest here, you want to know something? Uh, this is very embarrassing, but when when there, there were like these problems between um, Trump, I want to say another thing so I cannot forget about it. I keep like, you know, keeping in the back of my mind, and I still haven't said it, but I'm going to say it. Sorry. Just, I'm new to this thing of podcasts, so I'm still <laughs> just trying to get my ideas right. But the thing about this problem of TikTok, when uh, Trump said that he wanted Bennett from United States, I wanted to cry. <laughs> I love, the, <laughs> I love the data of, I love the Americans on TikTok. I just love it. I, for me, TikTok wouldn't be the same thing if, um the united states wouldn't be there i just love their humor it's just yeah when trump said that he was going to ban um tiktok and i was like i'm gonna give up on that too if he bans the united states i'm gonna leave tiktok because for example for house party everyone started started, uh having house party and i told everyone i don't want to have house party because i think it's dangerous it's not safe. Yeah, People I didn't have, been saying have house party. That though. it was not safe, the their security system. And then I got to a point because I was really depressed after coming back to Prague. I couldn't see my friends. I was like, okay, I'm just going to install it. Like, so far, nobody had a problem. But I was constantly saying, no, no, no. I think it's really dangerous. People shouldn't uploading. Should upload it. Afterward, like one, two months, our whole class had our yeah. Instagram passwords. Um, somehow, someone got into all of our accounts. Literally almost all of our Instagram accounts and we all had to change our password. And it was like, I knew it. I told everyone how dangerous it was. But TikTok, because I think that the problem with house party, it was uh, came okay. from Russia. The Chinese yeah. are much smarter. They won't let just something slip like obvious security issues. I'm sorry, I really think that um, TikTok is really dangerous because people yeah. are saying, house party, what would I they mean... do with my face? The thing is that nowadays your face is everything is like your password and i think people haven't yet realized this is that because i, I remember because inish also uh loves um tiktok she's always on tiktok i sent her a tiktok that i see on instagram yes and she's like already seen it on tiktok and i'm like okay let me try okay i'm i won't have tiktok so let me share yeah that's here. me that's <laughs> me i say that too i, I already seen <laughs> that I sorry i tell her but you know like it's really dangerous and you're like and she's like what are they going to get out of me they're going to get my face and my name and i'm like yes that's enough nowadays because you use your phone and your face app gives you access to everything so if they have a photo of you, it's so know, easy to create. Is, you already give pictures away. But they can yeah, take a picture from like, Facebook, from Instagram. Like I told you, I'm giving it to a, another source, to the American source. For example, my account is private. My social media is private. So, okay, yes, I'm giving you my information to someone. Really? But it's at least, it is? It is. Is yours? 
I thought once of going public just because I don't know. It's like you meet new more people. I like, thought it are, was public. I thought it was public. No, we, because I thought like, maybe I should go public because I'm responsible. Like I'm not gonna engage with all, just anybody. You know what I mean? So it it would be a responsible yeah. public account in a way, even if it was the it's like its content was private. But I was like, okay, I could, but then I was like, why will I do it? But yeah, it's private. So I know I'm giving my information to the Americans, but at this point, I trust the Americans more than I trust the Chinese. And believe me when I say I'm not like, I'm not a Chinese hater, like in the Chinese political party, okay? They have a lot of, of stuff, yeah. but I, like, I, I love to talk about the Chinese political party because it's really interesting, their, their whole dynamic, but I don't trust them. You should not trust the Chinese. And I'm not a believer yeah. that the virus yeah. is made in a lab, okay? So before people come at me like, oh, you're just like conspiracy <laughs> theory. No, I don't believe the, the, the virus was made in a lab. But I think it's dangerous, TikTok, because, okay, yes, all governments have their, their intentions and their interests. But this is a whole other level where everything is controlled by, by the government. By government that it's not your government that your I understand. your country does I, not have I totally have understand. a gray zone and the Chinese are known for having one of the best surveillance systems in the whole world. They surveil like the whole China is surveilled every single day. You can you have many reports on this about discoveries that people are doing, uh, small steps of course, because of this whole surveillance thing. So, in terms of security. The Chinese are really strong because they control everything. That's really they are. I, I had a subject. I had a subject last year um, about it, the um, Chinese surveillance, and we saw so many videos. And I, I didn't know. I didn't know that it was this bad. And I was just shocked. To it be is, honest, absolutely. And for example, because we live here in Portugal. Yes, yes, sorry. I was speaking before. Um, we live here in Portugal and we are... S- sorry, sorry. It's just because... No, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah it's because... Delayed. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, continue, continue. Sorry. It's a little delayed. Um, no, I was just saying because Portugal, I feel like it's so safe out here, kind of. So but it is. It's just That's weird like to see crazy. another dynamic that is so different. Yeah, but actually... It's so different, right? See this dynamic... We are a, a bit of a, the exception because we live in in European Union, and if you think about the countries are like the West of European Union, we are a bit of like left in a corner. Like you have Spain, you have Italy, you have France, you have okay. Now you don't have the United Kingdom you used to. They were like big countries <laughs> that they have big issues, and we were just like here, just matter like owning our own life life. Caring about our own business and these things don't happen. For example, the Mandy uh, McCann, uh, Madeline McCann's disappearance, kidnapping was yes. huge because that that doesn't really happen in Portugal. It's not like a huge thing. So we live in a bit of a bubble. Uh, but our one of our teachers when I had uh, Portuguese external politics with Sora Livia. She told us we, we yeah. had someone from the army, um, yeah, coming to class to talk a bit about the whole military cooperation that Portugal has with many institutions and organizations. And we were talking a bit about the Chinese. I think someone, yes. And the truth is, we didn't know this, but the, 
the two there are two um i don't know how they know this or how this was uh discovered they're basically in the chinese embassy in lisbon they know there are two um officials there are supposed to be diplomatic of, uh, officials and they're actually uh, like spies i don't know the 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 expression in english but you're supposed oh to be God, like we have connected spies? to the military but in the diplomatic way but they are actually there are, there are some proofs that they are actually spies and you would like why are spies in portugal and i didn't believe this until some two people yeah, why, both why of would them knew of this both both of them knew this it was like oh my god like both our the teacher and the military uh knew this and i'm like okay this is this is real because i can assure you that some there's somebody who knows stuff it's our teacher like he's amazing at all of this little information and i'm like what the fuck like why are there spies if you had spies like in germany like i discovered there are spies in prague but it makes sense because it's a very gray area that for in, example russia I, wants I understand. and everything yeah. but now in portugal like we're in the corner of europe we have That's- nothing that's so it's so funny your reaction because people probably are listening to this and they're like of course there's spies in portugal we are not like weirdos yeah <laughs> but, but for it's, us, so... it's just so weird because we're so peaceful yeah we're so peaceful why <laughs> we have spies and that's, that's the thing when you so said funny. when you study political political science like we do and in international relations we're like portugal is a bit like in the corner we like we're good on some things and we're really bad on others But we're not like that interesting for people to put people here. Yes, we got we have some advantages, but to the point of having spies, like the the political implication and oh social God, implication that this has is huge. That's we're really just, we're, like we're getting really that's serious really and morbid. <laughs> this, this whole conversation has gone <laughs> south so quickly. Yeah. This is so, but if you if you, if you see this way, social media is almost like a spy of my private life. It is, you know. And people that follow me, for instance, I I just I keep. So the other day I was just getting my nails done. The other day before quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> By the um, way, I was getting my nails done. <laughs> I was getting my nails done, and the lady that does my nails, she was like, "You know what? The other day I had a feeling." that uh, this couple that I followed, they were not together anymore. I just felt it. And I feel the same way. So if I follow a couple and it's like famous, if they don't post pictures together or something, I feel like they broke up. And most of the times they did, you feel me? This is, this. I'm a spy. I'm a spy of other people's business. But the truth you know? is, let, let's put you know? here this just, is- <laughs> for the matter, Carlotta is, If somebody has gossip, Carlotta will be the one to verify the gossip because she has her own ways of trying to like yeah. get a pattern. This is true, but I actually re- uh, read in a study once that couples who post a lot of pictures are not that happy. They're tr- they need to, like, it's a, a self-mechanism that our true. brain has created for us to prove that we are happy because social, be- social media is about being happy. Is there There is a very... Uh, I totally reasonable reason for us not post that thing on social media. Why would we want to? We want to share good stuff with people. Yeah, I totally Even if we didn't that. have so- social media, we wouldn't be sharing the bad. So if actually couples who are happy, the less they share, usually the happier they are because they don't have this need to put their life out there to say, oh, here, look at me, I'm really happy. 
Um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. People, so true. people look at that's social media so too. We we have done this with couples that we knew. We we're like, are they still together? Oh no, no, they have like they have yeah, all of their pictures and everything. But we also like this is a proof that we can we can control social media. Think think with me. I've been thinking this since the beginning of quarantine. There are a lot of people that sometimes I go on social media and they're like on vacation. There are models right now, Portuguese models who are on vacation, for example, like exotic destinations. And I'm like, fuck you. This is not fair. Like I gave up my life. Can you just give up yours just for like for the same yes, amount of time? Think... And the truth yeah, is, if they, they do not really... put like on those pictures, on those actions, for example, the Kardashians had a lot of scandals because they were on holiday with their friends. And yes, they did. They're tests, always on unfair. holidays. They don't know what quarantine is like if it's we do unfair. not yeah, I don't, like those I don't pictures they, they will stop posting them because they want to be like nobody wants to be disliked Adam Smith and Rousseau right here by the way <laughs> everybody wants to be liked so we That's can very control true. these habits if for example I got to a point like if I see somebody on vacations that I know is on vacation right now for example the Kardashians I'm not gonna put a like even if I like the photo even if I like the outfit even if I like the vibe Because I don't like the attitude. It's not fair But for us. So I'm, I'm, I'm really so thankful you brought that up. <laughs> I, I, I'm so thankful you brought that up because I wanted to talk about this topic because I had this thing that happened to me and I, this just made me want to talk about it. Uh, and I'm, I'm really thankful. Thank you, Andrea, for giving me this opportunity to talk about it. So let's go. <laughs> let's go for a little story time. So about that. Um, so I follow this uh, Instagrammer. She's like Portuguese. And she's not that big. She has like, what, 10K followers? It's not that much yes. on Instagram, if you think about it. And the other day, she did a video. Uh, I usually watch her stuff because I kind of like it. But she did a video about EF. So EF is Education First. It's a program where you can go um, have English courses uh, in another country. Abroad, yes, that's it. And I did it. I, I had a, an amazing experience. I went to California for three weeks and I loved the program. And yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And this girl was sponsored by EF. And um, let's just bear in mind that this was like a week ago and she was telling in the video oh yeah I'm going to New York in 2022 because no she wanted to go to New York in 2021 in December but if she couldn't she would just do it in 2022 and people were making her questions about the course about how how she she just schedule everything And she was answering and it was just I was watching that video I didn't even finish because I want to just people out there if you want to go to yes it's very expensive okay I paid for it with my money but it was so expensive but it was just I loved it so I don't care if it was expensive because I love the experience but the thing is this girl is just giving information away without even paying for your own trip do you understand what I'm saying and I was I in my point of view I paid for it so watching that just made me so mad because yes. if people want another opinion please go find people that really have the experience people that paid for it and then I start thinking about it and about products in germ in general like we see products 
because for it is that they didn't pay for it. They don't have the same opinion that we would have if we paid for it. Do you understand? When you pay for something, your opinion can be bad or good. You're, you're not going to talk about a product just because they paid you. You 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 know what I'm saying? I, I, I yeah. think I'm sounding a little confusing. No, no, here, I, I, I absolutely understand. Yeah. Like something that YouTube actually had to change where you had half of the YouTubers saying, okay, I'm just going to talk about this because because it was given to me or I'm being paid to do so. And then you have another half who are like, no, people send me the, the product and I'm going to talk about it. I don't have a contract. Yes, I, totally. I'm, I was sponsored, like somebody gave me, I'm on some PR list, but I'm going to talk about it genuinely. And you have, an, you can do a list of YouTubers, you know, that who are truly genuine and you can trust to know if the product is true or not uh, in sense of quality of material of what you're actually paying for for example that thing uh 50 euros for a concealer hell no you can get better for less or it's not the it's not that valuable it's not the most amazing yes. concealer so in that sense i think yeah what you said is I absolutely just... true people people are like people should understand that people are being paid for and so that good opinion it might even be that good the product but people are not when you see them talking about it, you don't really, sometimes you really hard to separate which part is being bought, the, which part the person um, is saying is actually bought because they need to say good stuff about the product. Yes. And which part is actually, oh, I'm using this in my everyday routine. I see that. That's one of my tricks is stuff that people use on their everyday routines. Yes, that's the thing. I just, I, I don't feel like if you're paid uh, to talk about a product and there are always all oh, disclaimer, I only talk about products that I really like. And I'm like, you don't really like. You, you can try like it, it now and you'll and get rid of it in break one you week. Out. Yeah, and you might like it now yes, and they, you'll get rid of it in the... one week because you already found something good, new. And I'm like, if it's that good, why did you get rid of, rid of it so quickly? Yes, that's totally it. But... Most of the times they talk about products that are not that expensive. But in this case, she was talking about a whole experience, yeah. a course, you know, that it costs so much money. And I'm not saying that the experience was bad. They are a great company. I totally advise them. But I advise them because I was there. Yeah. I paid for it. And I you was there. What is the cost so, and the benefit that comes out of it? Yes, that's the thing. I and I was talking about with my sister uh, yesterday because she she lives, you know, she she works in the in the social media business. And I was like, I think that we should have a platform. We have so many platforms, you know. And I think we should have a platform where normal people like us, like me and you, try a product and then just talks about it in a platform. You're a client and you're There's talking a about a product that you paid for. That for books, which is really crazy. Have you ever heard about uh, Goodreads? It's this. I love Goodreads. I always media. go there. Yeah. Just about books. And you go there, You if you read the book or you can create a list and you put how many stars you'd give it. Yes. And your review. And it's really genuine because I know that I go through the comments and I know, I clearly know that people have read the books because I might have already read that book and the details are giving. So I really like that platform I, because it's about books yeah, and it's love really Goodreads. honest. I, I love it too. And the thing is, you know, Wook, Wook, yes. the, the website where you can yes. order books. Yeah. Um, so the comments, they don't filter the comments. There's when you see a book, there's next 
negative comments out there too. They're like, oh yeah, I love the author, but this was not the best book that yeah. she wrote. You know, it's I I just really like that platform too. But yeah, I totally think that we are giving brands, brands are giving so much money to these people to advertise their products and they're not choosing the right people. You know, I would yes. talk about EF without giving me money back because I really want to help yes, people. Yes, if they invited that. you, like, well, yeah, you've, I totally, you've done this experience, would you, like, for example, with our, our, our university did that. They invited some of yeah. us to talk about the course. Uh, the courses yeah. and how was the program and we all of course we're not going to tell bad stuff but we're not going to lie also you know what yeah. like yes i really totally. like, i like but okay i'm you'll see in my in my review that it's not maybe the best but it's not the worst at all so there's like you can understand nowadays for like like you said if people are invited to talk about something if they're not paid many times when you'll be able to understand if they're actually telling the truth and so it's so other... hard to sorry 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 sorry, sorry. Just, was, just keep was... going just no no talk talk sorry no i was just going to say that it's so hard nowadays to find find genuine people talking about the products that they really like when i was in youtube like in 2014 when i was like 15 years old there there wasn't a single video that was sponsored yeah. I used to, and nowadays I I watch Zoella's videos. Zoella was the OG of YouTube, and she most of the time she's like, they send me this to my uh, PO box, uh, and I'm trying it and I like it. She was not paid to talk yes. about it. She just chooses to, and I I I love her. I just really like her, just because she still um, she doesn't leave from these advertisements he doesn't leave from the sponsorships and i feel like in portugal and this is why i think this is social media is so toxic nowadays because here in portugal i see more and more influencers leaving from these advertisements in this product just as if you go to and their just, social media pages just, just as, as, and i'm like i want something genuine i want the photo, a photo of you working out for the yes that's totally it <laughs> That's totally it. That's why I wanted to talk about this uh, this subject here is that brands, mark, marketing, just it's not genuine anymore. And you see everybody that is a, an influencer or something, they just end up just go to college to take marketing classes and everything just because they advertise they yeah, a they lot of it. stuff it's now yeah. their job but it's not on yeah. billboard it's on social media i don't mean yeah i don't i don't want to offend anyone if you go to marketing that's great i, I don't want to offend anyone i know that i sounded a little um but yeah that's true i just you know it's not genuine anymore and that just makes me really mad and now with covid the brands need to reach out um it's crazy like everybody many ways doing because... like sportswear i'm like you didn't do that much of sportswear before the quarantine so just calm down and keep doing your stuff yes and that's why i think covid is just making social media so toxic because brands for instance they cannot reach out to you uh on their stores because everything is closed so just they, they tend to go to influencers yeah, and that's my sister was telling me about a case where we know the influencer, we know her lifestyle. Okay, she's like very rich, um, and it's not from social media, 
She's very rich. Um, and she was advertising a brand that is just from a supermarket or something. And my sister was telling me, Carlotta, I, I can't. I can tell you with 100% sure she doesn't use that because we know her lifestyle. She wouldn't use that, you know? And I, and I was telling her, the problem is that people that follow her don't know that and they're going to buy don't want to know product. that because they want to have her life and they believe that if they have her life because they, they, if they get ads, it's living an influencer's life and they want that attention and they want their, that fame. Um, so it's really... I don't know. It's and it's also people are fitting into a mold. The um, the Portuguese influencers that I follow are they're not really influencers. They're more people who have their own aesthetic and their own lifestyle, which is not into the mold. It's really interesting because you see it's genuine because it fits into their lifestyle. It's not the mainstream. They're they're the clothes they wear, the places they go, their hobbies, everything is not mainstream. Or even if it's mainstream, you know it's genuine if they paint. You look at that, you look at them and you say, okay, they really know how to paint or you're really into it. But yeah, so basically we're reaching the end of our little interview, our little conversation. What do you add? Do you want to add anything else? Um, I just really want to talk about this, this, the fact about brands and how toxic social media have become. And I know that I sounded like um, from the beginning that I love social media I cannot live with, without it and that's true I, I, I'm not so self-controlled like Andrea here but I Absolutely. really want to stop using it so much I'm I just want to change that I don't want to pick up my phone every five seconds I need to leave TikTok away and I need to have a more sense of what's good for me and what's bad and I just advise people to do that to start thinking about what are the intentions of the influencers if that's real if that's good for you and that's the message that I want to leave here so you have a great soul Carlotta over here telling us about it really and she's really she's true um this is a real issue that people are starting to become aware but it's not enough we still have a lot of, of issues that, that we can see around us um, people easily become addicted. That's a, that's absolutely, I can see it by my mom. I got yeah. an Instagram to my mom. I got my mom, uh, an Instagram account and I'm already regretting it to say the least, but <laughs> same yeah, here, same here. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for my mom is for always me. sending me stuff. <laughs> really? Thank you I'm so the one, much I'm the one who yeah. gets my mom, like a lot of stuff because I need to bore her. But she's always like, mom, I need help. And she's like, I'll go in a minute. And she's just like scrolling through Instagram. I'm like, leave that stuff. On alone. Instagram. <laughs> Our moms are just terrible. Us in the future. But thank, thank you, you for so being much, here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you so much. I love the experience. I always wanted to be a part of a podcast. <laughs> and I loved it. I love the experience. Thank you so much. I think you should create a podcast about all of your experiences because people, it was it was not <laughs> only uh, her her nights out uh, stories that she has. She also has terrible stories or amazing stories, if you prefer, about her time living in the U.S. with. <laughs> she was almost kidnapped for for sure. So I was I think... almost. Yes. So please go send Carlotta messages safe. asking for a podcast because you need to listen to all her stories. <laughs> I will if you if you will be a part of it too. 
Okay. Because I, think- I, need, I need a specialist with me. <laughs> I'm not a specialist. I'm an amateur who is having fun. Me and Rita me and Rita are just having fun and really talking to people and talking about things that we want to talk about. Unfortunately, people that's feel so like good that people don't want to talk about some of these topics or they get too hot. Like they just start screaming and no, you don't understand. You need to see the good. Okay, but we have a bad and we are just trying to have conversations with people that are our age, go through similar things and all of that. So thank you very much and we'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.